0: It's the... You're listening to the most authentic place in sports. It's the Sports Headline Show. Here are your hosts, Sean Davis and Warner Sanker. Welcome back to the first live broadcast of the Sports Headline Show in a little while i glad to be back with you guys. Myself, Sean Davis, and oh boy, a lot, a lot, a lot of big news breaking yesterday. Boys and girls, this is the week for NFL action. Dak Prescott signs a huge deal. We're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Brandon Scherf and Marcus May and their franchise tags. Sean only has about 15 minutes here with us. So, we're going to start off with Dak Prescott. Um, but with, with the cuts we had last week, the cuts we should expect this week, Dak Prescott getting just. Go on, Sean.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let, me, let me preface this by saying, uh, Warner, we're good on sound, right? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Let me preface this by saying, I'm happy for Dak. <laughs> let me start there. <laughs> but Dallas, what are you doing? You just paid Dak Prescott, barely a top 10 quarterback, four years, $160 million, 126 guaranteed, no trade clause, no tag clause, no trade clause. The only thing that I, that makes me walk away from this is say, okay, Dallas might have gotten something there is the $15 million that they cleared from uh if they were to tag him because i believe his cap hit this year is, his cap hit is only 22 mil because of the base base salary and the signing bonus but man oh man <laughs> happy for dak but dallas come on now your defense stinks you your offensive line is aging i mean here here's the here's some of the contract information so Actually, the deal is actually a six-year deal. We'll actually get to that later. But he has the highest signing bonus in NFL history at $66 million. <sighs> How about them Cowboys? How about the Cowboys?
0: How about them? And um, here's, here's another thing. Jay, um, this is the six-year deal that you mentioned right here. Yep. So it's a, it's a six-year payout structure, I guess is the best way to say it um with with 4 years of him playing so they're going to pay him over 6 years think of um for any anybody who knows anything about baseball Bobby Bonilla yeah um now it is obviously not that bad of a contract even though it's a pretty bad contract in my opinion and it sounds like Sean's as well but um it <laughs> look up Bobby Bonilla day every year for the next it's going to end soon I, I forget what year it ends but um it, it's they they pay him like what one point six million dollars every season, um, and, and now this is a different situation, but um, it's it's a similar premise in terms of <laughs> in terms of just how oh my goodness um, what what if the Cowboys done <laughs> what if they they paid like the maybe the thirteenth best quarterback. In the league, Patrick Mahomes money. Thank goodness it was not a 10-year deal because the Cowboys franchise would be lost unless Dak Prescott unlocks some super hidden talent and, um, and just goes wild and turns into a top-five quarterback because you can't pay a guy all this money, even though it's only four years, all this money – For an average quarterback, a slightly above average quarterback, he's not a top 10 quarterback. I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter. Uh, I've been asked, what are my top 10 quarterbacks? How many, uh, you know, is Dak Prescott a top 10 quarterback? Dak Prescott versus Lamar Jackson, who's better, et cetera, et cetera. I think Lamar Jackson's better. Uh, He's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. And that is despite all of his shortcomings in the passing game. I, I say Lamar Jackson is better. I say Lamar Jackson is probably 10 or 11. Dak Prescott is from 13 to 16, anywhere in there. And, and honestly, the numbers back that up. I, I'm not wanting to go too in-depth into PFF grades or statistics um, or anything like that, but it, it does back it up. Uh, Dak Prescott, I think, has had the, uh, I don't know, it was something like 14th PFF grade for quarterbacks over the la- over his, his career. Um the only time I think I was wrong about Dak Prescott is when you and I debated um, who who do rather have Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz. I sided with Carson Wentz um, during his MVP season, and that has not turned out too well. But hey, quarterbacks have the longest careers. When am I ever wrong? I don't think I've ever been wrong. <laughs> quarterbacks have the longest uh, careers, and in your argument, the best ability is a, yeah, is a, a best ability is availability. Um, I, I think that's kind of void because he just. He just destroyed his ankle. Uh, He got his ankle destroyed last season. I I think he'll come back successfully off the injury. Um, But – but I.
1: Once again, and actually this deal is even – I would argue this deal for Dak is better than what Patrick Mahomes got because Dak gets to test free agency again. He won't be – he can't be tagged again. So if he wants to at 31 –
0: What the Cowboys did is they technically franchise tagged him now. So you can't do it again. And then – so he didn't get, like, a no-tag clause. He just got tagged and then extended off the tag.
1: Yeah, and so, like, now he gets to retest free agency in his age 31 season, which is in the prime of his career still, arguably, because quarterbacks – their longevity is, like, ultra long. Look at Brady and Aaron Rodgers, for example – so he gets to retest the market at 31 and get paid way more, either by the Cowboys or by another team who could be in the market for a quarterback. So again, for Dak, this is a a great deal for Dak. But again, just for the Cowboys, this yeah, is
0: the exact numbers: is um, he got four years, 160 million dollars, 126 million guaranteed, a no trade uh, clause, he cannot be tagged again, and this all happened. In one day, reportedly. So, um, <laughs> <One> day. <laughs> so Stephen Jones and Agent Todd France, by the way, pops to Todd France, man. Pops to Todd France. What, what an agent! But um, they ramped up talks to today, which was which was yesterday, so much that they produced a record de- uh, deal in basically one day. So, um, Dak Prescott does not have a five-year contract, which he was really really against. Um, he gets to basically set the market. I know Patrick Mahomes got half a billion dollars um, over 10 years, but uh, Dak Prescott is second in the guaranteed money in terms of quarterbacks, um, and he's going to have another shot to do it again. Now, I thought the NFL was kind of transitioning into more of a uh, pay them what they're worth, not pay them because they're next league. Um, For example, Teddy. I don't know why you thought that. I don't know why he thought that. Jay Bridgewater, Deshaun Edelton. Watson, Dak, you get paid. But not- but here's the thing: Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback. Unless Mahomes Teddy- is a top five quarterback. Unless Aaron Rodgers, Teddy- Russell Wilson, top five quarterbacks. Dak Prescott's like thirteen.
1: Unless you're top, unless you're Teddy Bridgewater or Mitchell Trubisky, you're getting paid because you're next in line. You don't get paid because what you're worth. Dak and that Prescott is the
0: downfall.
1: was going to get that money regardless of the situation, whether or not he deserves the money. Debatable, but again, great job, Dak. Happy for you. Go ball out. You're still 11 to 15. You're not going to win a championship.
0: The Cowboys are not going to They have a really good roster right now. Dak Prescott, I would say. Offensively. Okay, offensively. Offensively. Good roster, right? Good young talent, good receivers. Um, They still have an offensive line. It's not as dominant as it used to be, but it's still serviceable. Go Go ahead.
1: Getting a little older, I'm trying to find really quickly Ezekiel Elliott's contract situation. Oh, oh and because... he got like, what,
0: four years, $90 million guaranteed? Um, <laughs> so, wait,
1: wait, wait. Refresh my memory, Warner. Dead cap is how much money you would have to pay. You, you cut, cut them contract. right
0: now. That is, that is how much you would still be paying them. Um, it's basically like signing bonuses. That's why, you know, Antonio Brown saga, when uh, he wanted a new contract and then he went to the Raiders. Then he got cut from the Raiders. Then he went to the page. that whole thing. That was because he didn't have any guaranteed money left on his contract with the Steelers, and so if they were to cut him for you know because he's being a nuisance in the locker room or, or whatever poor play, they could do that without having to pay him his sal- his yearly salary.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at his contract. He's I believe 26 now. His age 27 season. Aww. He'll be paid – I mean, the dead cap is only $10 million. I consider to free up some cap space. Zeke this year, maybe it's Mike McCarthy being an idiot, but I would consider highly to cut Ezekiel Elliott to free up some cap space to work on your defense and work on your offensive line. To, re- to revamp the offensive line that's getting older because running backs is not a premium position. You can find a stud at running Rudy back. Tony was round.
0: better than Ezekiel Elliott last year. Let's not get that confused.
1: He yeah, was a more yeah, explosive
0: can, runner. He did more in the passing game. He wasn't dropping flat routes. And, and you,
1: you can find a stud at running back in the fifth round. So, I mean, I would consider – I don't think it's this year. I think it's next year. I would really consider cutting Ezekiel Elliott, and it's not like running back, especially the way he plays. You know, running backs, they die off as they get closer to 30. I would really consider cutting Ezekiel Elliott. You only pay – not this year if this is accurate – because this year you would have to pay them twenty four million dollars, and I wouldn't cut them this year. That's a lot. I would cut them next year, where it's only ten million dollars. And they've got works. a potential
0: out at twenty twenty three. Um, so it is would, that
1: would, is that is that them or Zeke? I think it's
0: I think, I think it's Zeke. Zeke. I think it's Zeke who has it. Um, uh, you're right. But yeah, after this year, it's ten point yeah, eight I, this year. Um, and then it's six point seven, and then it's two two million dollars, uh, two and a half million dollars. So. I think you definitely consider that. I don't know if you cut him now just because um, just because of how the salary cap has, has shrunk. I think it's under $190 million right now. So I, I don't think you cut him this season. See if you can have a resurgence. The, the Cowboys just posted on their Twitter page, Ezekiel um, LA getting in some extra work, and it, it was like a seven-second clip of him doing some agility drills or something. They, they were pretty good at catch
1: just the control. ball, Zeke. We want only can, can't catch. Um, Guys, <laughs>
0: yeah, la- I, I saw one uh, one Twitter user comment in the section. Has he also been practicing catching flat routes because he dropped a lot of those during the season?
1: One last thing, and then and then I, and then I'll head out and let you wrap it up and finish rest of the show. Um, another notion about Dak that I read about is the NFL I forgot the TV deals, like the new TV contracts that they're going to be having. I believe it's it's set to start the year he becomes a free agent so the salary cap is going to jump I think that's
0: why he didn't want to have a five-year contract
1: Dak is about to get paid as long as he stays he could be a top 15 quarterback for the rest of his career he's going to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks of all time that's all I have to say you're crazy um and Warner go ahead you can close out the rest of the show thank you for having me I'll be back Thursday mock drafts we have a guest Blake Murphy from the Toronto Athletic covering the Raptors. He'll be on mock draft 6.0. We're doing part one, which is the first round. Big stuff coming. This is episode 91. Warner, close out the rest of the show. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can talk about baseball for all I care. I'm out.
0: Hey, baseball season is starting back up, but I'm going to start talking about right now the um, franchise tagging of players. Um, So, a lot, of, a lot of franchise tag action. Uh, Marcus May, the safety for the Jets, got tagged. Uh, Brandon Scherf, the guard for the Washington football team, got tagged. And Taylor Moten, as well, um, a tackle for the Carolina Panthers, got tagged. Um, one of the better offensive tackles in the league. Um, not somebody who you want to give this big extension to, but at the same time, you still want them to, him to be on your team and possibly get extended in the future. Um Joe Tooney, guard for the Patriots, is not expected to get franchise tagged. Uh, this would be his second time he got tagged this past season. So Bill Belichick opting to let his um, star guard hit the market. Other, There's a lot of offensive linemen uh, hitting the market. You've got Trent Williams hitting the market, uh, likely likely hitting the market. Um, you've got Corey Lindsley likely hitting the market. You, and, and now you have um, Joe Tooney likely hitting the market. So for a Chargers fan like Sean, that can be very, very encouraging. Now, there's a lot of offensive line uh, spots that need fill, as there always is. Uh, most te- <laughs> There are not enough NFL caliber offensive linemen for the NFL. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the the ratio between pass rushers and D linemen to, to offensive linemen at their skill level is not a comparison at all. <laughs> you, it's way easier to have an elite pass rush than an elite offensive line. I mean, Look! Look at Green Bay. They've got an elite left tackle. They've got a borderline elite left guard, and they had an elite center. Now, whether he comes back remains to be seen. That offensive line was good. It was not great. The Browns, the Browns are one of the, the probably the best offensive line in the league. They had you know studs all through their offensive line, including great com- contributions by rookie Jedrick Wills at tackle. And um, they 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 still were giving up sacks. They, they, now they were dominating up front, and that's the reason why they won a lot of football games in that scheme. If you have a dominant offensive line in that scheme, two really good running backs, a quarterback that makes good decisions was overarchingly Baker Mayfield made good decisions this season, which is why he honestly is probably still a Brown. Um, a good head coach, play calling scheme. And, and competent weapons except for when they played the Jets with no wide receivers, then they, um, they they succeeded and they thrived and they made the playoffs, won a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, granted it is the Steelers, but it was still against a division rival in the Steelers who, who weren't a slouch. Now, they were not good on offense at all, um, but they were not a slouch. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Ezekiel Elliott Um, In the Cowboy situation, you just paid Dak Prescott four years, 160 some odd million dollars. I already forgot the number. Um, But that combined with Ezekiel Elliott just getting paid, you're handing out paychecks to everybody, which I understand. And I get it. You're Jerry Jones. Um, You like your stars. You like your Dallas Cowboy guys, but you can't just pay everybody. You want to take care of your guys. You want like, listen, you played for us. Dak, you got hurt. Ezekiel Elliott, you've carried the ball over 300 times. I Think three out of your first four seasons. Um, Amari Cooper, we traded a first-round pick for you. You played great. You get a contract um, for getting the offensive lineman plays guard and tackle for them. But um, Leo Collins, that's that's who it was. Listen, you've been you've been really good for us. We want that offensive line to stay. We're going to take care of you. We're going to give you. We're going to give you uh, your next contract. I believe Jalen Smith got paid. Everyone's getting paid, but they're not getting paid great value contracts. They're not getting, you're not paying the right people. And I'm not saying just let Dak Prescott hit free agency and say, well, he wasn't a very good quarterback, so we, we shouldn't pay him. Now here, here's the, here's the thing. You, I believe Steven Jones, the, the GM for the Cowboys, and also son to Jerry Jones, so but de facto Jerry Jones is also GM for the Cowboys. Um, you don't want to get stuck in this spot of, of quarterback uh, moratorium. That's not the right word, but um, of of like like the Bears or the um, Patriots. Now you've got for the Bears and Patriots case an elite defense. You've got for the Bears case good a good playmaker. You've got Allen Robinson um, who's a good number one receiver. In the Patriots' case, you've got an elite defense. You've got the best coach in the league, or in my actually Sean and myself's opinions, the second best coach in the league. Go check out our uh, ranking of the top 32 head coaches, including projections for rookie head coaches such as Dan Campbell, Urban Meyer. Um, the list goes on and on of all the uh, new coaches that have been hired this cycle, and inevitably next cycle too, with guys like Brian, uh, Brian Dable, and Matt Eberflus. And Joe Judge, not Joe Judge, Joe Brady, not getting coaching jobs um, this offseason. But if you're Dallas, you do not want to be stuck in this, we have a good roster, but no quarterback. But at the same time, you also don't want to be stuck in, say, the position of the Vikings or uh, the Falcons. Not saying Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins or, um, or Matt Ryan, at least this more recent Matt Ryan, he's not an MVP Matt Ryan, but MVP Matt Ryan really shouldn't have been MVP Matt Ryan. Um, Aaron Rodgers should have had a fourth MVP that year, but they gave it to Matt Ryan um, due to a lot of different factors. The Falcons having a good team, recency bias, um, voter fatigue, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you don't want to be stuck with an average quarterback on a, top three contract with an aging group of stars not an influx of talent and a poor head coach think about it kyle shannon left there goes your scheme your offense gets an immediate downgrade doesn't matter who you have running the offense you have dan quinn as your head coach you have an aging overpaid matt ryan you have an aging julio jones aging offensive line aging running back aging tight ends you you, everything is aging getting worse and by de facto getting overpaid because you pay them for what they gave you at, say, their age 28 season, not what they're giving you at their age 31 season, which for most players is very, very different. Um, just look at Ezekiel Elliott. Except for this, it's his, like his age 24 season and an age 26 season. But um, you don't want to be stuck in this quarterback um, free fall, honestly, where you're, where you're good enough to be – Seven, nine, eight, and eight, nine, and seven, maybe 10 and six season. And if you really get a good roster and you have good rookies or good guys on value contracts that really contribute, you can be 11 and five, make the playoffs, maybe even win a playoff game. But at the end of the day, if you do not have a top eight quarterback, top 10, top eight, top five quarterback, you're not really going to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender unless you have a really, really good roster. Think the Browns. Baker Mayfield's not a top eight quarterback. He may be a top ten quarterback, maybe, but I, I don't think I, I don't think I'm ready to put him in the top ten. But the Browns have a very very good roster, a good defense, a young defense with Denzel Ward. You've got uh, you're getting back Grant Delpit, uh, Ronnie Harrison played well for you. He's a young player uh, for the Jags. I think he's 25, maybe 26 years old. Miles Garrett, you have an elite edge rusher, which is a premier position on the defense. Uh, on the offense, you've got two top ten running backs. You've got uh, the best offensive line in football. You've got a capable quarterback. Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. Jar- uh, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, all these, all these weapons um, for for your for your you know not top ten quarterback. That's when your Super Bowl window opens. If you're the Bengals, you've got that top ten quarterback in Joe Burrow, and you you have a pre- you have a nice receiving court and even a good running back, but you've got no offensive line, which closes. Which, which diminishes the value of the receiving core and the running game. You've got a poor defense with, I mean, Carl Lawson was good, but you can't just have, you know, it's not like he's Miles Garrett or Aaron Donald. You just need that one pass rusher. He's a good pass rusher. He's a number one pass rusher, but he's not the elite pass rusher that these elite defenses have. Um, he's not the Miles Garrett, the Aaron Donald, the TJ Watt. And, and even with TJ with Watt, yes, he's a really, really good pass rusher and a really, really good offensive or outside linebacker. But they also had Stefan Tuitt, who I believe was third in the league in hurries um, this year of, of all defensive players, third in the league, buying Donald and um, I think Miles Garrett um, or Khalil Mack, one of those two. But, but he was ahead of TJ Watt, is my point. Uh, You got Cam Hayward, Bud Dupree, who, yes, I know when it went down, but the defense got worse after he got hurt, which is expected. You lose a starter on your defense, your defense is going to get worse. But when it's a pass rusher and and you have T.J. Watt, a lot of people were clamoring for him to get defensive player of the year, but it's not that simple. Aaron Donald was playing with a guy in Leonard Floyd, who's probably the best guy there, but at best, he's a number two pass rusher. Look what happened to Dante Fowler. Really finesse guy, going to be able to get around the edge. Um, but he's not going to do much against the run. And he, he's not going to – he may get double-digit sacks, but he's not going to be the sole reason why he got those sacks. Leonard Floyd is the same type player. Now, I think he's better than Dante Fowler as a complete player, but same type of player in same situation there with Aaron Donald being, um, being the guy there in L.A. Um, you also have these teams that they – except for the Rams, who who actually got out of quarterback moratorium uh, by – I swear I'm not using the right word there – but by trading for Matthew Stafford, making their move, saying, screw you draft picks, first-round prospects are overrated. We can draft in the, the, the second, third, fourth round, get good players, have a star-studded roster with good fill-in guys. Look at Darius Williams, Taylor Rapp, um, the, really everyone in the secondary except for John Johnson and, and uh, Jalen Ramsey they've got really, really good value by these later round guys, not first round picks, but second, third, fourth round, fifth round picks. They've got really good value. They put them in good situations to succeed. And now these players are getting ready to get their next contract. So they've got to keep doing this and keep doing this because when you have guys like Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey on your roster, and you're still paying for some of Todd Gurley's contract, you're still paying, I believe for some of Jared Goff's, Contract and guaranteed bonus, um, or signing bonus, guaranteed money. You can't be pay- you can't pay these guys because you just don't have the cap space, especially with this year, uh, this cap year going down in value. So um, just to wrap up the show, uh, thank you all for watching and and or listening. But um, to wrap up the show, Dak Prescott gets a mega contract. Sean and myself do not believe it was a good contract for the Cowboys, um, but. There was really no alternative path um, for for the Cowboys because, let's face it, they don't have the they don't have the draft cap- position right now. Um, right, just barely inside the top ten at number ten, they don't have the draft capital to trade up for for an elite quarterback. They don't have um, they they don't have the leverage to you know tag Dak Prescott. Or sign them to like a two or three year contract, even if they were to still give them sixty six million dollars guaranteed, they 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 don't have that kind of um, <laughs> honestly, they don't have that kind of GM front office um, team team structure and 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 um, just you know uh, culture in them. But <laughs> they they give Dak Prescott the bag is not going to be good for their organization. They will be a competent organization. Think back in the Tony Romo days. They're going to be 7 and 9, 8 and 8, 9 and 7, maybe a 10 and 6 here and 11 5 there. But overall, they're not going to win a uh, they're not going to win many playoff games. They will probably win the NFC East because let's face it that division is terrible at the moment. Now, actually, the football team and the Giants at least are definitely on the upswing. So, Dallas has got to watch out for those teams. Good cultures, good coaches, Uh, young teams that that know how to play defense. Um, In the Giants' case, a little bit less so than than the football team's case. But if you're the Cowboys, you have kind of gotten yourself stuck into, listen, these next four years that we have Jack Prescott under contract, we've got to be as good as we can be. But if it's not working out, we cannot be afraid to acquire draft capital to be able to either suck so bad and have a lot of picks in the first round, including an early pick to draft a quarterback or to trade up by giving up a bunch of picks to to draft a quarterback because Dak Prescott, unless he unlocks something hidden inside that he just didn't have either through this quarterback coach or Jason Garrett, um, which is definitely a possibility, but I don't think Mike McCarthy is going to fix that. Um, Unless he unlocks something more to become that top eight, top five, top three quarterback with guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady aging and, and, and getting phased out of the league. Now, I, I believe they're still going to be playing in three, four five years. Tom Brady even maybe, but, but it we're, were the window on this, on this era is closing. Peyton Manning's gone. Drew Brees is likely gone. Uh, Tony Romo was, was one of those quarterbacks is gone. Matt, Matt Ryan is aging and, and, and soon becoming obsolete. Tom Brady and Rodgers still at the top of their games. But still aging, and there's only a matter of time before they have to hang up the pads. Um, so, end all be all. Dallas got themselves in a really, really sticky situation. Dak Prescott got the bag. Good for Dak Prescott. But uh, do not expect Cowboys fans or anybody else. Do not expect the Cowboys to be a Super Bowl favorite. And and do not place your hard-earned money on the, on a on a bet for the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl because. With this contract, unless Dak Prescott again unlocks something inside of him, which I doubt he will do at this phase in his career, but certainly is possible, the Dallas Cowboys are not going to be a factor and a Super Bowl favorite in this league for the foreseeable future. Thank you all for watching this episode of the Sports Headline Show. We are the most authentic place in sports. Um, we will be back on Thursday with um, part one of our of mock draft 6.0, big mock draft idea there. Again, special guest Blake Murphy um, covering the NBA will join us. And, hey, go listen to some baseball, watch some baseball. Baseball is back, baby. Thank you all for watching, and peace out.